Hello, and welcome to a special edition of Mornings with the Mayor here at the city of Vacaville. Uh, we wanted to take an opportunity to bring some people together. Uh, and unfortunately, as most of you know by, by the time you hear this, the uh, last two weeks have been pretty extraordinary in our country's history. Um, given the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, the issues we've been facing, uh, there's a lot of public health issues, but um, what we want to really spend time with today is to talk about the economic development issues. And, and specifically, this is a special edition we're entitling Small Business Survival Guide. Um, we really want an opportunity to reach out to our community and talk about what resources are available. So uh, what we've done is we've assembled a crack team. Um, I have with me Tim Patton, who's the Economic Development Manager here at the city. Hi, Tim. Hi, Jeremy. Thank you. Uh, we have Tim Merle from the Small Business Development Center, who is joining us from a bunker deep buried somewhere in the Solano County. Hi, Tim. <laughs> Hi, guys. Thank you. Uh, and we also have Bob Burris, who's the director of Solano EDC. Thank you. So uh, we're going to do some very quick discussions here about if you're a small business, um, life's not fun right now, and we know there's some challenges. So we want an opportunity to talk about how you can look forward, what resources are available. Um, folks here have that experience, but also have access to resources. So uh, we're going to do a very loose profile here, but hopefully give you good quality information you can run with. So I uh, wanted to start, first of all, with um, specifically on the small business side, but I wanted uh, Tim in our Economic Development Management Office to talk about um, so some of the short-term things the city has done, specifically how we've leveraged social media to begin putting together some some references and um, some list of businesses onto our website. So Tim, can you kind of tell us that information? Yes, absolutely. Um, thank you, Jeremy. I'm Tim Padden, Economic Development Manager for the City of Vacaville. Um, obviously, these are uncharted waters for virtually all of us. It doesn't matter if you've been in government for five years or 50 years. I don't think we've quite experienced anything uh, like this before. So what we're trying to do in uh, at the city level is to be very proactive with our small businesses. Um, we actually, two or three days ago, put a post up on our Facebook page and our various social media outlets asking businesses, especially small businesses that are impacted by COVID-19, to still uh, talk about ways that they're selling their product. Uh, this could be, you know, contractors in the trade and skills industry. Could be a, a small restaurant, a mom and pop restaurant. Could even be a, a locally run uh, chain restaurant. And we're trying to figure out ways to to market this. And I feel it's the city's responsibility and our skill set to market these businesses through our social media outlets. And we had over 120 responses from local businesses uh, detailing ways that people can actually still order. Uh, food online, pick up, uh, you know, to-go orders could be through FoodJet, uh, Uber Eats, um, various ways that people can still buy, uh, you know, goods from small businesses. So that's that's one thing uh, that we've done. In addition to this podcast today, um, to to kind of get uh, the word out that you know, even though we're going through some some really hard times right now, uh, that a lot of our businesses are in fact still open for business and are ready to sell a product. Thanks, Tim. Bob from the EDC. Uh, Bob, can you yep. give us a, a sense of kind of what, what you're hearing from small business throughout uh, Solano County and um, what kind of they're, they're dealing with and kind of determine ways forward now? Yeah, no, uh, so so I've had a lot of conversations with companies and, and I would say small to large companies uh, over the past, really the last four or five days, more than the previous two weeks. Um, uh, especially, you know, since the shelter-in-place orders started uh, uh, happening throughout Northern California, um, I think one of the things that I'm doing right now, and our organization is doing, is 
is trying to provide some some clarity. Um, you know, Tim's exactly right. There's there's a lot of businesses that um, are afraid that they should just completely shut down um, by order or just by um, kind of the by proxy that, that this this is not a time to be operating a business and and quite the contrary for for a lot of small businesses it, the the issue here is that there's there's still just as much demand for a lot of products as there and services as there was before the order um, and there's the ability to supply it in most cases so the trick is being really innovative one to find out uh, is it an, a business that that uh, can still be operating which in most cases that's the case and two trying to find an innovative way for companies to reach their um, their uh, customers um, and and I think that we're going to see opportunities here to be really innovative and to remain safe and compliant uh, and to and to really ultimately which is all of our goal beat this COVID-19 uh, in the coming weeks um, so so I think that's what we're doing more than anything else right now is just um, trying to get people to, to just settle down and, and start really considering the next steps which are uh, you know, how to be innovative and how to reach their audience, one, uh, and two, trying to find some of the programs that might be available to alleviate some of that pain. Thanks, Tim. I know the SBDC has always uh, been a great resource for small businesses for Solano County, but uh, are you kind of in triage mode right now? What, uh, that, that would be a good description. And firstly, let me just say thank you, uh, Jeremy and Tim, for not only putting putting together this podcast today, but for just being so proactive. Um, I love the idea of putting out the, the businesses that are open and ready for business still um, you know, on, on your website. That's the, those are the types of things that we, we need to continue doing because to Bob's point, uh, there still is a high demand for the products and services that uh, our small business provides. So, um, you know, I think uh, get, getting the word out that they're open uh, and still serving is it's a great idea. But yes, to answer your question, we, we definitely are in triage mode. Of course, the SBDC, our, our mission is to support small businesses um, any way we can. Um, as of, um, you know, a few days ago, most of that support has been in the form of, um, you know, helping our, our clients, uh, you know, survive the tsunami. Um, and um, actually, most most of our efforts have been around the um, uh, disaster, SBA disaster loan that's been um, offered uh, through the emergency declaration um, that provides loans of up to $2 million uh, for small businesses. Um, and um, so we're, you know, in high gear and providing technical assistance and helping um, those small businesses to apply for those loans and, um, you know, get the, uh, the funding that they need to, uh, to, you know, keep employees on board and keep keep those businesses, um, you know, um, moving forward. So um, we're, we're, you know, getting lots of, uh, lots of calls, lots of emails uh, and uh, doing our absolute best to respond to everyone as quickly as possible right now. I can imagine it's a very busy time in your office. Yes. So I, I, oftentimes I see in our history that, um, you know, the, that, that medium sized business uh, you know, tends to 
be put together well enough to begin to reach out for those funds. But uh, for those small businesses, I, you know, I, just down the street from City Hall, we have some great small businesses that are, you know, wine shops and taco places. And what's the best way for them to kind of get a hold of what these resources resources are and what they need to do to be able to apply for them? Yeah, I, I, I mean, this is a loan that's available to really any size small business, uh, it, you know, starting with loans from $5,000 all the way up to $2 million. Um, best thing t- for them to do, they, this is a direct SBA loan, and they can actually apply online. Um, there's really only three or four forms that have to be filled out. It's, it's greatly streamlined from what a typical SBA loan application would be. Um, and, you know, first of all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you uh, the SBDC website because we have all the information and the links to go to apply. Um, that, and our website is uh, solanosbdc.org. Um, when you go to our homepage, you'll see that there is a um, small business survival guide there that you can click on that has all the information about this uh, SBA loan, um, as well as a lot of inf- other information about, um, you know, employee unemployment insurance and, um, you know, other uh, things related to the employment side. Um, the place to go to apply for um, the SBA loan directly is i'll just give it to you it's https forward slash disaster loan dot sba dot gov forward slash ela i'll say that one more time it's https forward to forward slash disaster loan dot sba dot gov forward slash ela for those of you listening to the podcast we'll add these into the show notes and put them out onto the website also Awesome. Thank you. So um, let me throw this out as a toss-up question for for all three of you. Um, If I walk into your office and I've got that small restaurant and I'm at a loss right now because I'm a little sit-in eatery and I'm not an Uber Eats natural person, I'm kind of just getting started from scratch, Um, you know, what advice are you giving me? What's the best way for those type of people to quickly you know, change their operations to survive this and, and really pull technology forward? Uh, that's an excellent question, Jeremy. Um, this is Tim from the city. I think to answer that question, uh, it largely goes to just good marketing for these small businesses that may not have, you know, the Uber Eats and the food jets and uh, the other kind of mechanisms that, you know, people use now for for takeout and delivery. So um, I encourage any small business, it doesn't matter if it's through good times or bad times, to to have their own Facebook page, to have their own Twitter account, to to be proactive with their marketing. Um, you know, this is obviously uncharted waters that we're in. Um, and so this is, I think having good marketing is, is as imperative now than ever before. So I would encourage all small businesses to really get out there uh, and market as well as they can through their their social media outlets to let people know that they are in fact in business, uh, even though we're going through a, a kind of a, a crisis right now. But um, with that said, there's they're they're open for business, and you know we can help out. But I think the small businesses can certainly utilize social media platforms to get that out. If I could jump in, I I totally agree with you, Tim. Um, the marketing is critically important. I think um, those business owners do need to just take a second um, and, and almost have a, a revised business plan. Um, you know, what, where, you know, just in some cases guessing, but some cases planning, trying to figure out, um, you know, uh, what it will take to operate 
in the coming two months. Um, you know, what steps might, might need to be made right now to do that, uh, and then lay out really all of the programs. And that's not just the programs to support the businesses, but um, or to support um, business operations, but also to support those employees where their hours might be reduced. Um, there are a number of those as well um, to help uh, compensate the employees for the time that they're not working, that, that they're not receiving wages. Um, and also find uh, areas where they can recoup some of that, that lost business, that cost uh, in terms of both time, so uh, having time to pay back uh, creditors or to pay taxes or those things. Um, and those programs exist as well. I know that the states jumped in and they're providing relief to those from uh, paying their taxes here um, for a good 60 days if they apply. Um, there are uh, the creditors, the, the landlord, the banks now are starting to initiate programs expecting late payments, but wanting to keep their customers who are the businesses in business. So I, I think there's a lot of flexibility being built into both the private and the public side to help these businesses. So long story short, I mean, I, I think they really need to communicate well uh, with their, their creditors, their, um, their landlords, uh, business partners, uh, and employees, um, and, and they can get through this. Yeah, if I can just chime in on that, that question, I uh, absolutely agree with all, all, all of those points. I think, um, you know, this, this time, like, like no other, being able to market effectively, especially using social media is key. Um, I want to offer up uh, assistance in that regard um, from the SBDC. And we have a team of 15 business advisors and a number of them that have um, some expertise on social media. So if you're a business owner and you maybe that's new to you, you, you can need some, you can use some assistance with that. Please contact us because we can we can get you some some help and advice on how to do that effectively. Um, totally agree with Bob's comment about cash flow management. Now is is everything. Uh, you know, conserve that cash and um, certainly landlords and vendors, um, creditors are going to be more flexible in this time than normal. So don't be shy about asking for, you know, additional uh, time to, uh, to make, uh, to conserve your cash. The, the other thing on, on the employee front um, that, uh, that I would mention is, um, you know, it's hard to see this, but we are going to come out of this. Right. And, um, you know, especially, um, you know, doing, doing all that we, what we can do, of course, to keep our employees, um, from, you know, leaving and leaving empty spots so that when things do come back that, you know, you're, you're, you don't want to be starting from scratch and you especially don't want to be losing any of those key employees. So, um, you know, I've had two businesses of my own. I know that that's one of the things I would really be focused on right now is what are the things I can do to, you know, to, um, uh, try to compensate as much as I can to keep those key employees because, those folks can walk out the door with, you know, years of institutional knowledge that's really hard to, uh, you know, to replace and expensive to replace. So that's a really great point, Tim. Uh, you know, employees are such a valuable part of it. And and help me out, Bob and Tim. I think there's a isn't there a program through the state now where you can reduce their hours and then they can apply for unemployment due to this? Yeah, I don't know, Tim. Do you want to jump in on that? Yeah. Um, the work share, uh, unemployment insurance yeah. work share. 
Yeah. The work, it's the, it's the yeah, employment insurance work sharing program. It allows you to retain your workers by reducing their hours and wages no more than 60%, um, and partially offsetting the wage loss uh, with UI benefits. So that is yeah, very valuable program. That's a great opportunity to keep those key employees with some level so that they're secure financially, but also you uh, don't lose that that quality, that brain trust. And I know in a lot of restaurants, it's the when the locals come in, they love to see those key employees too. It, that loyalty is there. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about how do we take advantage of this situation. You know, the um, you know some paradigms are going to shift here. We can see it already in grocery, um, somewhat in restaurant now, a move towards using technology for delivery, um, for pickup. I know I just saw recently in the paper, Rayleigh's Nugget um, are all hiring right now uh, you know, because of the demand for delivery, some of the personal shopping that just was there all along but wasn't used nearly as much. Um, do you see that these are going to be paradigm shifts that stick, and so we should be looking at our business plan towards that? Or do you really think this is just in response to um, what we're dealing with with COVID? I'll kind of uh, jump in on this uh, one. I've actually talked to a a handful of local um, business owners here in Vacaville, and I know this is like the first week of this situation, but I can tell you um, we already have businesses that are being far more creative and innovative in what they do um, as far as getting their product out, um, getting the messaging out. Uh, This this experience is going to lead to, I think, a certain element of creativity and innovation, and it's my hope and belief that you know these will be you know traits that stick with us for quite some time, um, you know throughout American history and you know workforce American history, uh, when we've been tried, uh, we've come out better for it um, and from it. Uh, so I think these are these are you know some skill sets that are going to come out of this that are you know real positive, um, and I think it kind of lends on the innovative and and creative side of of doing your business and carrying out your business plan in a in a more creative way. Yeah, I, I, I would just jump in on that. This is Tim. I, I, um, I, I think there, you know, there has been a, a trend for, for most businesses, you know, even if they're in retail, to also augment their business, you know, through a, um, e-commerce channel. Um, I, I, you know, so I just believe that that trend is gonna, it's gonna definitely gonna be accelerated um, because of this. I really believe that. Yeah, it's, it is. It is causing some some real shifts in workforce, and um, you know, from the economic regional economic development standpoint, I think uh, that's a real opportunity for the city's workforce development board, SBDC, the EDC, to work together um, to make sure that 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 shift is efficient, um, and that people, if by chance they do lose their jobs can find another opportunity with one of these companies that uh, those that are expanding very rapidly in our area. So we want to make that as, you know, as seamless as possible so that people really don't lose their own livelihoods um, and that they have something even in the short term to help fill that, that wage gap. That's great. I think those, those are some, some good ideas and, and I think a way of maybe a new approach that will move some of these smaller businesses forward even, and they may come out of the back end of this even even stronger. So, so that's good to hear. Uh, one quick question I had on this was, as we move forward, as you're you know, hearing from several businesses, um, is there a key takeaway that is there a small business blind spot that this is exposed um, that we can help our small businesses be more aware of coming out of this? 
in relation to him. I've heard employees, I've heard cash flow. Uh, I guess you know sometimes stress reveals the cracks that we have in our in our plans. Uh, has anybody, anything really stood out from the SBDC standpoint of a common theme you're seeing that um, small businesses can really shore up? Well, yeah, I think you you were kind of uh, getting getting close to to one of those with the, with the, which with the cash flow pinch. Um, I heard a statistic yesterday that the average small business has you know two to three weeks worth of, uh, of, of cash, um, uh, and you know that I'm not sure if that's if that's accurate or not. But um, if it's anywhere close to accurate, I I, I do think that um, you know just uh, uh, you know the the area of um, just cash management and you know good fiscal management is in having some you know reserves. Um, you know I think that there's you know a lot of small businesses in our area that are very well managed and um, in, including not only having cash in the bank but also having lines of credit that are already that have already been opened up. Um, you know I just feel like that um, you know the, the obviously the more secure you can be in having your your financial options. You know what? What was the old saying back in the dot com days? Was uh, you know, one point cash is king, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that principle has changed any. So that that yeah. is one thing that's definitely definitely popped up here. I to- totally agree, Tim. I, I think that goes for businesses. It goes for individuals as well. Right. Um, we're we're a very short term society right now, and. Um, you know that you need to have a little bit of slack there um, uh, when things like this come up. And nobody was expecting something like this, but um, you know it's it's one thing uh, in terms of planning to have that that cash reserve to be able to float through some of the more difficult times like we're we're going through. Yeah, and I completely agree with uh, both Tim and Bob. I mean, as a society, you know, individually, oftentimes we just kind of live paycheck to paycheck. And I think a lot of businesses uh, are kind of in that same in that same boat. So I think the one key takeaway um, or, or crack that's been exposed is, you know, it's, it's, you can never save too much because you just never know when something like this could happen. Well, we're, we're kind of coming up against our time here. So I did want to throw out uh, an opportunity for um, everyone to give us kind of a, a final, you know, if you had uh, a quick 30 seconds to, to give a shout out to small business and what you think could really help them survive this time uh, to give everyone that opportunity. So let's stop at uh, Tim with SBDC besides uh, going to your website and calling you up and taking advantage of those social media resources I had never heard of before. That's awesome. So, um, you know, what, what would you say to that small business person? You know, just that there, we are going to get through this. There's going to be another side to this and, um, you know, to just take some time to just plan through your next, um, you know, 30 days, right? Just take it 30 days at a time. What, um, you know, what, what do we need? What do you need to do from a, an employee strategy perspective from, uh, you know, a cash management perspective, I would just be, you know, coming up with kind of my, you know, a plan, frankly, for a roadmap for the next, you know, 30 days. And, um, you know, that it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not going to stay this way, you know, for, you know, forever. Um, you know, you there, you will get through another side of this, but you just need to to plan and um, and execute and know that um, you know there's there's a lot of resources out here for you. Um, and uh, don't try to go this alone. Um, we're we're all in this together, and we uh, we're all here to 
you know, to serve you. So thank you for, again, having us on. That, that sounds like sound advice. Bob, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, no, I, I would say, you know, easier said than done, but try not to panic. Um, re, I, I totally agree with Tim. Look at that next 30 days. If you do have some time now to sit down and really think about it and all the pieces where you might need help. Um, I want to throw out our website as well, solanoedc.org, and we have a list of, of programs and trends, immediate trends that we're seeing, both for the employees and for businesses uh, that has you know links to, to each one of those programs. Um, and so I, I would say, and also add to Tim's remark about uh, communicating and, and asking for help, what, whatever help is needed, because uh, we're seeing a tremendous amount of generosity and flexibility because nobody wants to see the result of this be a loss in business and a loss of, uh, of our quality of life. So I think everybody's kind of doing their share right now. I think it's great advice. Uh, yeah, and if I can I just add, from the city side, um, we've actually put together a comprehensive list of business resources on the city of Vacaville's uh, web uh, page under the city manager's office. There's a special COVID-19 um, section, and there's a, a list of comprehensive business resources from loan assistance resources to state and federal programs. And actually kind of, you know, what's not talked about a lot is kind of um, the uh, the side of it that's affecting like people's, you know, personalities and, and working from home and getting used to a, a different environment. Uh, we have a list of, you know, uh, sources that kind of address like, you know, ways to adapt uh, from from uh, working out of your house. Uh, a lot of people are not used to that. So uh, we talk about the retail side a lot, but oftentimes the, you know, the, op- the office and corporate side gets kind of uh, forgotten. So a lot of people are having to, you know, work from home. So there's there's an adjustment period with that, and we have resources that kind of talk about that um, on our webpage. Great. Thank you, everyone. I really appreciate uh, all of you coming together on short notice and providing some great information to our small business community. Uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, thanks for the time listening. I hope you've gotten a lot out of this. I know I've learned quite a bit. We'll post all of these resources onto the podcast show notes and also on our respective websites. Um, I think what we've heard clearly is be calm, uh, make a plan, and reach out and take advantage of these resources. We're here to help. So thank you so much for listening to Vacaville, and have a great day. Mm-hmm.